What's up, guys? This episode is brought to you by World Industries. Uh, World reached out to me, and they asked for my help with introducing their first pro model skate shoe. Uh, I said yes. I was honored. I was like, this is sick. And um, design something that's durable, that looks sick as fuck, and that lasts, and is comfy. I want it to be super comfy and skate and feel broken in and just hold up. That's what we achieved. And uh, I've decided that 10% of each shoe that sells will go directly into supporting this podcast. Uh, I want to try to do like a video version of this show. I have a lot of cool ideas for this podcast, things that we could grow and add on to it and enhance it. And, you know, sometimes we have some episodes that are a little rocky with this technology stuff, but... I I love doing this podcast, and I really want it to grow, so I'm trying to find ways to create revenue streams. Uh, Another sponsor of every show is All I Need Skateboarding. Um, We produce skateboards and apparel, and we glassware as well. We have coffee mugs, beer mugs. uh, We even have these little nug jars, (laughs) which I love. It's glass, and it's it's etched, glass etched, and it's quality. Um, and I also created a promo code for all I need. If you guys use the promo code podcast when you check out, um, you'll get 10% off, and it'll be a cool way for me to give you guys a shout-out too. So, yeah, don't forget, use promo code podcast and get 10% off. And I just want to say thank you um, for supporting this show, man. Uh, I'm excited to keep it going and keep it growing and just try to enhance the experience. So thank you for supporting the sponsors. And today's guest, fuck man, it's the legendary Mike York. I've been so excited about making this happen. Uh, We tried a couple times now and just both were hectic and busy, but uh, I think we fucking nailed it. (laughs) Yo, enjoy. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Or today. Or today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Like, you know, 
I'm an open book, and, not, and you know, I'm cool with everyone. That's what's crazy, like, you know, so you can ask me anything. You can ask me chocolate stuff. You can ask me, you know, if you've heard drama or whatever, you know. You can ask me any of that stuff, all that stuff. It's okay, you know. All right, well, perfect. Let's let's start at the top, Mike. How, how did you get your first board, and what got you sparked? I always liked skateboarding, and I've seen uh, some kids uh, come to my school. I think I was in sixth grade. Like beginning of sixth grade, like last elementary year, and I'm, I'm like, you know, just being a little kid lurking after school. Like all of a sudden, I see, I literally see like the cliche, like five dudes, the jump ramp on the board, like pushing it, like literally the girl skit, you know what I mean? But like in real life, like I watched these dudes do it, and they didn't even put the ramp down; they put it against the wall, the, <laughs> the little handball wall or whatever at the school, like you know, in the California schools. It's just like a wall right there, the wooden one. And they put that up. They were just wall riding. I don't know who they were or what they were. I don't even know if they were landing. I was just so amazed that they were even doing it. So, And then just the way they looked, their boards, like, back in the day, like, it seemed like boards had so much character. Like, you know, you set your own board of stickers, and it was all beat up. And I was just, like, into that more. Just the, my, the way that I felt, I'm like every skater, like, I didn't want to be blamed for, like, losing the ball game or, like, whatever. I just kind of wanted to be on my own. I didn't want to be, like, a team guy. And we're all little dudes, so we have energy running around. You know, we can't, we realize Kung Fu and superheroes isn't real. So we're like, oh, shit, you know. So that got me sparked. And then, uh, and then I think I got, like, a generic board, like, a straight thick, like, um, had, like, palm tree on it or something, like, a crazy shape. And, like, the grip tape looked like grip tape, but it was slippery and, yeah. Plastic with, you know, the deal that you get. Were your parents... I was even into it. Were your parents into skating? Were they like, yeah, this is cool for you? It was like a toy at first, you know. It was like, oh, he went from like, you know, uh, playing with like Transformers and then like whatever, like the plastic wrestler dudes came out. I had those things. I had like all like toys, you know, little kids. So skateboarding was almost like that toy that as I'm like maturing and like maybe I'm putting my toys in the closet but I still have them and I still open the closet and look like I'm beginning to be an older dude but still a kid that transition I think the skateboard at that transition was like perfect because I saw older dudes doing it so I was like oh I can still play with this and and like it's a it's kind of cool like I'm still older and like I still got it like a toy you know yeah yeah, I love that about skating. I love that there's like no age gap, you know, like because a lot of times it seems like it, the sports go to the younger people or vice versa, you know, or you have to be the young people can't get involved because it's too rough or too crazy. But skateboarding is like all the fucking ages. Everyone's in there. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing like I'm seeing like you know six months olds doing like five forties on the bird ramp right now on Instagram. <laughs> Ridiculous, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, it's more like a, it's more like music in that sense than it is a sport. Cause a sport, there seems to be like ages, you know. Like with music, it's like people just kind of make music and it's good or it's not. It's the same as skating. It's like some people just shred and create skateboarding stuff that you're hyped on, or they don't, you know, or whatever. Totally, totally. I think that, and it's two aspects of it. I mean, you know, like I, I totally remember, like. Being taking skating way more serious, and I was like way more, like you know, conscious about my diet and my sleep, and like no, I'm not going to that party because I want to film this yakety yak tomorrow, whatever. You know, I got agenda. I'll party after. I'll celebrate after I accomplish something. 
not going to just celebrate for the because it's there, you know? Yeah. So, like, you know, I would always, you know, like, be into that boom, 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 you know, and, and took it kind of, like, competitively. Like, oh, like, I totally remember watching videos of my friends and being like, oh, we got to step our game up. Dang, he's probably he's doing that. Oh, hell no. Come on, let's go. Like, you know what I mean? And we'd be right there, like, learning it, like, getting, like, going, trying to take that in. Okay, so he's doing it that way. We got to do it this way, you know. Yeah. So then, and then you know that kind of took the fun out of it. That was probably when I took I took myself like way too serious. I took skateboarding way too serious, and probably had way less of a good time doing it. Even though I accomplished something, like I remember kind of questioning myself, going like, "Why am I like sighing for relief after I landed a skate trick?" Yeah. That's not fun anymore. I don't want to be like, thank God I made it. High five my friend. Oh my God. And find, finally, like, throwing my board and having temper tantrums and stuff. You know what I mean? And, and that's the, like, competitive side, which I, which I can totally agree, like, you know, not agree with, but I can relate with because I've been there. Well, it's like, it's crazy. Co- competition and skateboarding is strange because it pushes it to certain heights. You know, you have to be kind of competitive, but more. It's crazy when you find someone who's just competitive with themselves and they've taken it so far. Like those individuals, like yourself, dude. You've done some crazy shit on your skateboard. You pioneered, man, for sure. I watched all your videos growing up and like everyone I know knows who Mike York is, you know what I mean? Uh, and it, was, it was like, you know, when you're Luke Longley on the Bulls, you've got to step in your fucking jump shot up, man. <laughs> you know, I was rolling with the best of the best. It was like these dudes were naturals. Like I would be training, these dudes would be like chilling get on their board and just do the most amazing stuff it blew my mind so i was just around that so much that i felt like i just you know trying to keep up trying to stay on the team (laughs) all right here's a question then um what always stood out to me about you was you had like personality like arm almost larger than life and you you uh it was put on tape or recorded and i that made an impression on me because i always like people that they weren't just tricks they had like depth to their character and uh you were one of those people. Where does that come from? Are you just naturally, like, outgoing? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a hyper dude. Like, you know, I think that's why I'm in my 40s. I'm a skinny old man, like an old school skinny old man. Not the new ones that are all fat, like, you know. But the, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I got a lot of energy and, and you know, um, a lot of, like, my heroes, like, my favorite skaters were never the best skaters. Like, I remember just, like, loving Lance Mountain and Neil Blender and those guys. Like, they didn't have to be, like, winning the contest or number one guy, but, like, their attitude, the jokes, like, the way that Lance was, like, that, that all those bones for gay dudes. Like, you know what I mean? I took pieces from everybody, just like anyone would. You take pieces from, you know? And so when I saw that, it made me... I just thought skateboarding was fun, and I liked being, like, a dork and not take myself serious because I like people like that that still maybe do something serious, but they know it's just like, ah, whatever, you know, anyone could be doing this. I put in all this work. I'm sure if I practice drawing, I could be drawing like somebody as much, you know. Like Mom said, if you did your homework as much as you skated, you know, it's like, it's just, I don't know. It just was what it is. I think that... You know, skating skating has all kinds of aspects of things and you know, just sometimes like being a goof takes away from the stress and you know, because you're out it's hard. Even 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 doing fun stuff dorking around, it's still skateboarding, it's still you know, it's just you're not taking like 
your flicks so serious these days. You know? Yeah. But it's still all the same. You have to be sharp. You have to be a sharp on your board no matter how old you are because you could slip off just like a, from standing still and like hurt yourself, you know? Like you have to be in the moment for sure. Even if you're just rolling around and learning to push, you have to be sharp, you know, like present. Um, it's, no, it's not like all of a sudden you're just like, oh, that trick's automatic. You could just get on your board and just do that. It's like, no, it still takes time, you know, to do things, you know what I mean? So, yeah, because you're learning something too. And if you're doing it right, you're learning every time you're on your board, you know, you're like relearning or learning again. So you always want to... <laughs> I'm relearning, and it's so fun. It's so it's the best. It's just like you know, I I probably maybe learned like two or three new tricks, but everything else is like, dude, I used to do that. Let me see if I can still, you know. And I think my skill level when I did it back in the day to where I'm older now and a little like you know, a little slower and everything. It's like the same. So I'm like, oh, let me try to get that again. And now curves are in, so I'm like, I did it on there. I'm gonna do. And for sure, and for sure, this time around, it's going to be better because you've been skating for much longer, so your experience has gotten crazier. So your style gets better the longer you do something. So if you relearn it, you're relearning it like with new with new muscles and new approach and new thoughts. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, totally, totally. I wanted to say thank you though, because like um, I like that you expressed yourself more than just tricks and videos. Because like as an angry little kid, like I was like dysfunctional family and shit. Um, I always wanted like to laugh or express myself and be comfortable. Like I always had anxiety and worry and like, but people like you, I was like, dude, this guy fucking kills it on a skateboard and he's hilarious and does, he's like fun. And to me that just made the skateboarding more well-rounded, round, having an, an example like that. And I kind of came from the same thing. Like I had the crazy home. Like that's kind of what drew me to Embarcadero because it was like all the broken home kids. Yeah. And then, and then you go there and it was like... You got accepted, you know, you're kind of like, those were all like my big brothers, you know, they looked out for me, you know, if I see you smoking a cigarette, I'm going to beat your ass, that kind of thing, they whipped a cigarette in their mouth, yeah. you know, give, them, give them one to the friend, you know, what I mean? so, <laughs> beautiful, that big brother kind of vibe, bust your balls, you know what I mean, they, they really were harsh, you know, and, and, and this just, so if you, you know, you had a choice to keep coming around or not, yeah. so, that's, that's what was fun, but that's, half the time is my, is my uh, like comic relief like I joke it's kind of my insecurity thing a little bit you know what I mean I feel insecure about something I'll just joke around about it I mean numerous times I've had probably the worst injuries and it was making jokes and people are like what the fuck like you know tripping on me like dude you're leaking right now you shouldn't be acting like I'm, you know what I mean joking around you need to go to the hospital kind of thing so it's like what the fuck else can I do in this situation but use some humor <laughs> find like what I have and be happy you know like like old people will tell you like they don't say oh do you have a good job how much money do you have how many bitches you fucking uh do you have how many followers do you have usually old old folks will ask you if you're happy yeah and that's it and then if you're like okay well they got they know something yeah, you know I mean they're, they're trying to give me a gym so I'm just like fuck it I'm happy yeah know? for sure and those I noticed a lot I know I notice a lot of people that are happy, they're active too. They're like, got energy. Energy is a good thing. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, how, how long you been skateboarding, Mike? Fuck, man. I, don't, I swear to God, I don't even know. Probably like over, like, uh, let's see. I've been uh, skating for 20, how, 21 how years. How old would you be in about 6th grade? Like 12? I think so. Uh, something like that. 
something years. There you, you know? go. Okay, I've been skating so long. My first board was a Vision Jinx because they didn't have the gods. Okay, <laughs> um, like I remember, I remember when the Flower Gods just came out. Yeah, that board came out. Like I got into skating right when the jump ramps were like dying. You know what I mean? And and like curb slappies and like that was like starting to no complies and like shifties and backside 180s nice on street like it wasn't just jump ramp stuff anymore you know what I mean it was like street like Tommy Guerrero like you know skating SF kind of thing and yeah it was crazy I remember I like I rode the I saw all the trucks go from the wide uh, bolts to pull them back like I was around in those times like, <laughs> you know Dope. <laughs> Dan Forth boards and like, oh man. How, so how old are you now? Uh, 41. 41. That's good. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it sounds like you earned that. You've earned 41. Yeah, man, I guess. It's, it's funny because I, you would think like your mind would like click or something because I don't, I guess I'm 41 when I'm around like other people like that are like 41 and like I don't feel it ever like yeah. I feel young all the time like when I'm skating with people like I'll I'll forget like I'll have friends that are like half my age but we totally get along and it's like cool you know what I mean do you want to know yeah. do you want to know your skating age what is my skating age so what'd you say 41 so minus 12 because you said you started when you're 12 so you're 29 29 years skating so it's your skating age. I'm in the 30 yet. All right, cool. So <laughs> Crushing it, dude. For 30, not bad. I'm I'm a uh, 34 now. Uh, I've been right. I've been skating for 21, so I'm 21 years old in skating. <laughs> Perfect. I like that. I do too. Lot, all right. That's crazy that you've been skating for that many years, man. That's insane. Yeah, and I only took a break when I had to, when I was forced to like smash the leg, and I had to heal. I had to be on the couch for 13 months. So it was like chilling there, but you know, still involved. Like I remember, like laying on the couch, and, and luckily I had footage, and then and then they're calling me on my on the phone, like, "All right, we're editing your part for you, right?" And they're like, literally on the phone, like it was so long ago, I couldn't even see it, you know, I could we couldn't do this now, and I'm, he's just like, "You did like a tail slide, then like a one eighty, then like." And I'm like, do you guys like it? And they're like, yeah, it's dope. And I'm like, all right, use that. Yeah, sick. What they liked, they would just say, oh, here's the heel flip. And I was like, is it cool as it goes? All right. And I was like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> if I, I could tell off their reaction, you know, it was like, it was a uh, Rick and Ty, I think, filming it, gave me a call. So it was like, I was like, thank God I had footage, to, you know? Yeah, that's sick. I was just chilling. Like, you could see my parts like a year old and everyone else's. I'm wearing like older stuff, older boards. Like, it's crazy. Well, t take me back to your first sponsor. Like, how'd you get into, like, sponsorship? How many, did you film tapes? Like, what were you doing? Like, how did that all work out? I did film, I did film something because my friend, I have a friend named Tion Torrance, and, and he used to, like, know all the dudes in the Bay, and he kind of, like, brought me around in, in, like, Berkeley and stuff. And, you know, what's crazy about him is I think he's, like, Dale the Funky Obo Sapiens, like, manager or something. Whoa. There's something with him right now, so it's really weird how, how shit just, like, kind of ties all in, like, you know, when Dale's kind of down with the skate tip, too, so it's just, and his music and everything with, with old school 90s. So good. Video. 
So good. You know, so it's just funny that it's all there. So, yeah, just, um, you know, cruised with him. He he was getting stuff from New School. He got me, like, my first, like, cheaper board hookup. Like, B-team, I guess it, it could be. Just on a phone call. He literally called this girl Rhonda that worked at Alpha slash New School at the time. I was like, I got a homie. Put him on the B-team. She was like, cool. Nice. was like, you get these eight ball boards. They had these boards with like an eight ball on them. And it was like the new school board and, and uh, yeah, 25 bucks. So I was like, I'm sold. Boom. You know? Hell so yeah. That was, I wouldn't say that was my first sponsor, but that was like, the, but Venture Trucks was my first real legitimate, like Greg Carroll put me on and I was like blown away, like so stoked. Cause like, you know, obviously all my heroes were adventures. I was already riding them, you know, just emulating the, the, my older brothers and then yeah he put me on I couldn't believe it you know what I mean and so from there it just started like you know slowly happening and then Jeff Clint R.I.P. was doing real skateboards with Shrugi and stuff and he they was gathering a team up you know it was like Henry Sanchez Nick Tershay a bunch of people were on real like that heavy you know like this guy Tony Henry all these just rippers and then like you know I was like the little dude Ended up getting on, and me and like John Diago and Lavar, like just on real, and we were kind of the younger crew. Diago was a little older than us, but you know, with life and everything, but he already had his thing. But he more gravitated toward us than the other guys. You know, he liked that kind of like more rugged street kind of thing. So it was just doing that. It was crazy, man. So we had real, and then then I don't know. Oh yeah, I remember quitting real just to be on World Industries, like for no reason, just because it was a better offer. Like Jim and those dudes were probably way better of a sponsor and more family. I should have stayed there, but I'm a little handling like in world was the shit. Yeah, and like I'm meeting Guy Mariano and all these dudes coming to Embarcadero, and like guys coming up to me like, "Hey, I thought you were already on World Industries." I was talking to Rodney about you, but I'm up there going, "What?" You know, starstruck almost like. What? saying for real he's like yeah i thought you were already on and i was like oh shit and then that's how i got on but those dudes were my friends i always wanted to be on companies with my friends yeah oh that was cool i never wanted like when i see it now it's a it's a whole different game but like i don't want to be on a sponsor if i don't have homies over there like that's the whole point like i know that's status and shit but if i don't know anyone we don't get along that's weird yeah but you want to you want to enjoy your time with the people you like and know and trust right Right, and these are supposed to be the, these crazy memories and, and crazy, like, this crazy time in your life that you're never going to get back, so you don't want to do it with your, like, you know, job homie that yeah. you eat salads with and fucking go to the copy machine and, you know, fuck that. I'm trying to, like, you know, hang with somebody. Like, that's why it's so cool for me to go back and see pictures of, like, me, Daniel, Sheffy, or Gerard, or whoever, fucking hanging out in, like, Germany in, like, the 90s or something, and I, I can see the that photo and, like, literally give those dudes a call and be like dude remember this and they'll be like yeah you know yeah still like friends like not, not status friends but just like real were you uh with world were you able to do sick stuff i just skated i didn't give a shit i was like a little wild animal and i just skated we they they paid us a hundred dollars so i had no idea what that was like so it was like the first time i was getting paid you know how they would floss back then yeah like they you know, Rocco flossed it out. He would always buy people things or have the money in his hand, like a hundred dollars crumbled up in one and a dollar, put it behind his back and do like this and 
tap the hand and Solid. They want to tap both and he'll have to do that. And Daywan's a smart head. We're all doing one. Daywan's like, ooh, look. And he had to turn away. He's so dope. And just situations like that. Like, I remember, like, this fool, we were at the San Francisco contest. He's eating ribs, Steve Rocco. He gets, uh, he gets, like, the, the barbecue sauce on his shirt. He takes all us little kids, like, let's go to the Gap and bought those striped shirts back in the day around. He bought all of us the same. It was like, fucking world history team like after went to the gap bought us all shirts bought himself a shirt came back to the contest <laughs> Rocco shit so, that's all I never did nothing major with them dudes you know like, <laughs> I focused my board a lot that was probably my worst temper tantrum trying to like get my shit like taking skating way too serious you know yeah the yeah. outcomes were good but it wasn't worth it you know what I mean I think the the journey to that outcome was not worth it. Stressing and shit. Yeah, yeah. I've been there, Mike. I've been there for sure. Like, I rode for Birdhouse and for Zoo York. And there's, like, pressure to, like, perform and make sure. And, like, you have... Ex- Plus, you have a whole team, too. And everyone's working on a goal together, like a video. So... Yeah. And it gets really extreme at times. Because <laughs> you're, when you're young and you're, like, super capable of gnarliness, you can just charge it, you know? And you're like, ah. You know, there's a balancing act for sure. Yeah. Kind of crazy. I think about that all the time. As I get older, I look back just like you were. I look back at who I was and how I approached things, and like, you know, it's cool to have that perspective and depth. You know, it's so crazy. That's why I was like, dude, you've been skating for fucking ever. <laughs> what makes you hang on to? What makes it? Hang, what makes you hang on to skateboarding? Because, dude, there's so many people I know that that I thought loved skateboarding. And then they just like let it, they let their time get taken up by other shit. And then like they just don't have it in their life anymore. And I'm like, whoa, that's so gnarly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I definitely uh, am, I think differently than a lot of people or my views on things of what's important to me seems to be, um, especially in this day and age, way lost. You know, Uh, I feel like I'm one of the last of the Mohicans. They're out there, they're, they're out there, but. You know, a lot of people are, are obsessed with, with different things and whatever. And for me, uh, skating is like my escape of the world of reality. Like, I don't, I, something could be on fire or I don't care who the president is if I'm fucking skating down the street and my adrenaline's going and I'm using that part of my mind. That's not, it's not really, it's just like muscle memory and just like, just being creative or whatever and just, that whole thing, just, I can escape the world, I can escape problems, you know what I mean, and like, and I really do love skating, like, I remember the day I got kicked off chocolate, I went skating the next day, like, that's what I did, I did, I didn't start skating with a bunch of stuff and then lose it, I started skating with nothing, not even knowing how, what stance I am, knowing nothing, and I skated and I fell in love with it, and like, you know, to loop, to like lose all that stuff, it didn't matter. You know, I bought wheels and fools were like, why are you buying wheels? And I'm like, well, the wheel fairy ain't coming down to give me wheels. I got to get wheels. I want to go skate. Like, what? This is what it is. I bought wheels before. Am I a kook now because I'm buying wheels? Or was I a kook buying wheels when I was a kid? Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's like, it, or am I a kook asking everybody, give me some wheels? That to me would be more weird. Give me some. You know what I mean? So yeah. It, it just was like, I just love, I actually love skateboarding, you know, like, I'm still skating with, like, 
my knee swells up all the time. Like it's it, my meniscus is like flapping around. Sometimes my knee gets stiff. I just know how to like unstiffen it and yeah. just keep it moving. You know, like I just I'm one and a half. I've been one and a half legs since that knee thing. Yeah. Know? Like so that's kind of where the fun movement got pushed into because I was forced to. Yeah, I don't really have the the front leg power anymore to like just nolly flip and, and you know nolly flip no flight every time and blah 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 blah. It sucks because I could feel it, I could see it visually, see it in my head, like you know, create a visualization. I could, I know how it works. I could put on a clinic and tell you step the leg to you know what I mean, and tell you how to do it. And I bet you, if you take my advice, you'll be like, there it is. You're right. Hell yeah. I don't have the you know the power in it, you know what I mean, anymore. But I, at, at the same time, I took that and I flipped it, and that's why I got into wall rides and slappies and shit like that, because that shit was illegal. Yeah. I didn't even do rail slides. You look at all the old footage, our middle of our board is clear. You can see everything on there. Just the note in the tail, we'll switch back tails, blunt slides, and you ain't touching the middle, and crooked grind marks only, and no, at 50-50, nothing. Both trucks, stoops. That's how we were. It was like... Rules and shit. <laughs> and so I finally got to like go, ah, no more rules, fine, I'm gonna fucking dork around and shit. And that's been dope because it's still pushing my skating. I never learned any of that stuff. Yeah. You know? Like I never got, I, as much as I would watch a Donnie Barley part and just fucking go, oh my god, I wanna <laughs> skate like that. Me too. I never had the chance or opportunity to even try to. You know what I mean? Because if I if I all of a sudden was like, fuck that, I'm a front 360 this thing, I'm a wall ride that thing, and then I'm going to fucking nose grind that ledge, the, the dudes will be like, oh, you're dorking around? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was on the fucking elite shit, like, you got a not even nose grind, you know? So it's fun. I'm, I'm like getting my barley on now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, to, to get that barley on, you got to like go to indoor parks all winter long because I'm pretty sure that's how you grew up like skating indoor parks in the training you know <laughs> yeah man it's, all like it's funny because those are the guys like I mean I watch all the new dudes too and I love it but like when I when I get psyched I'll be like I watch I watch a lot of Tom Penny and Barley Damn. and I just like want to mix those that's like the two skatings I like so I'm like those are the ones I can touch so I'll mix them together. And I'm not saying I'm as gnarly as either of them. I know somebody going to be like, what are you saying? Fuck no, just, just watching it and getting stoked from it. Like, watching Barley do a 10-foot wall ride makes me want to do a 2-foot wall ride. <laughs> Seeing Tom Penny do a 360-flip down 20 stairs makes me want a 360-flip next to 20 stairs on the flat ground. <laughs> you know so that's <laughs> where I'm going. I'm inspired off of stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome. I have my skaters too. I blend them all together. Because yeah. you get inspired by people, especially if you're watching. If you're always creating something, you're not watching the other people around you. It's not fair. And if you're if you're always watching yourself, like you have to have a balance between um, creation and consumption. you got to watch other people and appreciate and see what everyone else is doing. And then you can take your time for yourself, you know? You can't be too heavy either side. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't take myself serious. It's like, fuck it, you know what I mean? It, it's okay. It's okay to bail. It's okay not to have the best this and that. And that's what I, that's the one thing about skating I don't like is everyone has to have like the, the longest, the best, the highest, the this, the that. And it's like, I know skating's always been competitive like that, but like, you know, right now I'm more about what looks good than, than how crazy it is. Because it always was like that. There was always the guy who had the gnarliest crazy flip trick, but it didn't look good. And then you got the dude who's just back someone 80, and you're like, how did he 
know? Yeah. So I'm just more into that. Like, yeah, that's sick. Yeah, it's crazy in skating when like a trend catches on and everyone tries to emulate it because not like one style might not be good for another type of person. So they should just not fight their style. They should go with what is natural to them and see how far they can take that style, which is yourself. You know, everyone learns different. There's no particular way. We all have our. But yeah, it's weird when it catches on and everyone's like. There's dudes that clearly could probably kill it in another region of skating, but they're trying to copy a trend, and you're like, it just um, looks forced or contrived, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, perfect example, like, with Daywon Song, he used to totally be a Z-boy at first. Yeah. So he was, like, slashing the banks and shit. Imagine <laughs> if he never tried to touch that fake Emmanuel ever. You know what I mean? Like, we, we'd be missing out. Like, he... he you know, he did it. He was like, all right, I'm a Z-boy right now. And he was like, oh, this tray flip. Whoa, that was easy. And this boat, the next thing you know, you know, the guy is just a magician. Just- I, yeah. It's crazy because I'm thinking about it. And it's like, well, you were talking about rules. There were rules. And I think that, ste- that stems from, like, people protecting their art. When something's new and it's creating and, like, people are passionate because they forged the style and a way of doing something that they all, you know. So, like... Then there becomes these rules, but the rules fucking alienate people, you know, at times. But it's just like, that's part of the game. That's part of like going through skating and learning, growing. And like, I had dudes like that in the East Coast. They were mini ramp dudes and they were gnarly as fuck and they just killed it. They had clearly lived it and loved it and were in the trenches doing it. And uh, I was the kook. I was the kid on the mini ramp going back and forth and they were so ruthless to me, but I learned real quick. I was like, oh shit, I get it. they spit at me. <laughs> get out of the way. It, 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 it's like that, man. It, it's like that. It's crazy, you know? Like, I've definitely been a young dude at, at Studio 43, you know, the mini ramping, where Madison, Peabody, Bryce Connects, all them dudes used to skate. Heavy. I, and I, it'd be worse because they know me from Embarcadero, you know, so they're like, alright, first of all, he's a little smart ass. Second of all, he's a little, like, sh- like we know he can do his little no slide crooks and all that crap. And then I get to the ramp, and I'm just like, oh, I don't know how to do anything. And, like, Jake Phelps would just ride on the ramp and just, you know, intimidate me off of it. Like, you know, he'd be like, all right, enough of this. He would just roll in on me, like, you know what I mean? Like, you motherfucker. Jim Thibault would, like, snake people and then, like, and then pass me the ball, like, from the other side of the ramp. Like, he'd get ready to go, so everyone would let Jim go. And then he'd say, go ahead, Mike. And I'd be like, dang, man, I'm on the spot. Fuck, I'd drop in and just turn, turn, turn. Phelps, <laughs> like, and I'm like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> Super funny, man. That's sick, that's sick. When I snake when I snake people, I just make the noise. When I roll by them, I go, just like that. So <laughs> Some of them get it now. They're like, oh, he's snaking me. All right, I get it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I feel bad. I get in everyone's way, but I mean, I'm, I'm wild when I skate around, dude. I just do what I want to do. Like, I, I don't even think time if I'm at a park I'm like hit that thing and then I'm like oh what's the I look over and oh there's that thing and I just I don't really have a run so if I'm going and you know I'm just snaking kids <laughs> ruining games of skate and everything <laughs> fucking up your your IG Instagram clip and everything I'm just like my bad you and the next one you got it I did that that was, that was supposed to happen you know that was the moment of zen you're gonna land the next one don't worry yeah I like that guy. I like that guy at the park. I'd probably like skating with you because I like when there's a little chaos, when there's like a little bit of too much going on. I like that. It makes me yeah, be able to I'm like. Not doing it on purpose or not. I just, you know, I don't know. I'm just cruising around, but I definitely will, will, will take a left in the flow. You know what I mean? And 
popsicles here. Why did you go to quarter pipe right here? If you know it's going to skate, you got to skate right past it to go to the Eurogap. Yeah, well, I'm going to skate quarter pipe. Well, do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's sick. I I respect it. I'll I'll take a left too, dude. Just throw it off sometimes, cause it, shit gets too order order orderly and it's fucking boring. So it's like sometimes you need a little chaos factor, especially when you're in a skate park like boxed in. You're like, I need yeah. some chaos. I just make loud noises too. Even like if other people are skating, and just bow, 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 like something. Oh, yeah, I'm a, if I slam, I'm like I don't know. I I created that habit, but I I, I oh when I fall, I, dude, I fell off the bank the other day and, and to my elbow, into my side. Oh, I do that, I lose my breath. And I was like, I, like it's crazy. I'm like, no, dude, I'm slamming, I'm gonna lose all my breath and shit. I've done that since a little kid, like. <laughs> hey, do you have, weird question, do you have a, any diets or um, habits, healthy habits? <laughs> but I chef it up at home. I, I definitely being a stay-at-home dad and, and having a lot of energy and being creative and and you know just not not enjoying sitting on the couch, not enjoying like being lazy. Like I don't like that, and like it's weird because I'm kind of in a situation where I could be loving this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and it's not my cup of tea. So I kind of got into um, into cooking and, and chefing it up and and trying to like you know learn how to make sauces and. And take it to a, a, you know, steps and stuff. Like, I'll literally be making a sauce at, like, 10, 30, 11 in the morning for dinner. Damn. You know, like, that ready. And then get the other stuff, you know, like, so I got into that. So I make sure I'm at least eating, like, you know, stuff that I know is good. Like, I'm peeling the potato, mashing yeah. it, making mashed potatoes, that kind of thing. So I know at least that I'm... You know, I'm spitting in my own food, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, nice. But, uh, and just a lot of fruit. Like, in the morning, I like to be light. Like, I just eat a lot of fruit. Like, blueberries are supposed to be good for your for your muscle memory. Like, that tunes in. It, it kind of is supposed to tune into that, you know. So that when I kind of found out a bunch of, you know, stuff like that. So I, I try to get that in. And, of course, bananas and stuff. Like, three bananas will just do you. If I eat three bananas in the morning, I could probably go really long to a late lunch, you know, and yeah. keep dinner. I fuck and up I some blueberries. Of water, just drinking water. <laughs> yeah. Just drink, drink a lot of water. Yeah. I have a dad thermos now. I go to the park. I'll stick it up, you know. Keeps <laughs> it cold for like twenty-four hours, like you know. And it's funny. I was not, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get clown for the dad thermos. And the next thing I know, like five people brought their thermos. I was like, all right, cool. Yes. <laughs> Trendsetter. Yeah, man, that's the new trend, man, a thermos. <laughs> How many kids do you have? Two. Two of them, man. I got Jacob, that's my little son, and Olivia. And yeah, they're, they're downstairs right now watching TV, being cool. They're being good, too, because I haven't, I haven't heard any drama. Yeah. So they're, they're eating, they're either sneaking and eating, like, you know, granola bars or whatever right now, or... Watching some intensely good television. <laughs> nice. Either or. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna... I'm sprint break right now, so I got him. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, take me back, take me back to, um, girl days. Give me, maybe, uh, some good things about the girl days. Like, what were you able to do with them? All of them. All of them were good. Like, I, I really don't, you know, I really don't have too much to complain about with that. If anything, it was like the best stuff best time in my life uh, you know and it was weird because I guess you don't 
you don't know in the moment what you're doing. You know, like when we were all at Embarcadero, we didn't know what we were doing. And then it became like, oh, Embarcadero. So like with Girl and Chocolate, it, we, it wasn't like we knew we had this plan, like, all right, we're going to do this and everyone's going to like it. And we were, we like what we like. You know, we're, we're all at Eric Cousins house watching an ad circle video going, fuck yes, Scott Johnson's sick. Oh, ding, ding, damn. Like, you know what I mean? Ed Devera, like, we're like, we were doing what other people, I guess, was doing with our videos. We were doing with their, you know what I mean? It was, I don't know, but I mean, just my friendship with everyone was before Girl and Chocolate. Like, you know, I knew probably everybody before that, you know, so that's what made it cool. Carol always had my back and me and Mike skated all the time. And, you know, Ben Sanchez, me and Shamil were just like, like practically lived together. We I mean, we had our own, we were just, you know, at the hip, we were always together. Like, like Ben, Ben, Shamil, myself, that's like filming and hanging and whatever. So when those two dudes got on, you know, I was like the only dude to go because I was on stereo for a minute. I don't know if you knew I was on stereo, but I got on stereo to strictly ride with Jason Lee. Damn, sick. And be with Jason Lee because that was my favorite, ultimate favorite skater. Like, that's who I tried to do everything like. I said, that's how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. So I tried to do that. So, you know, when I got a chance to like, you know, I'm in SF and then stereo went to SF and I got to meet Dune and all those guys. And then I got to meet Jason then I got to go to L.A. and, like, hang and stay with Jason Lee at his house and, you know, had his phone and shit. It was crazy. He would call me in the backyard and Jason. And I'd just be like, uh, like, yeah. what do I do? So, it was crazy. And then from there, I got on chocolate because I got kicked off stereo because I was coming. One second, one second, Mike. I, sorry, I just don't want Ella to ruin the podcast. Get down, you motherfucker. <laughs> They do this every podcast on me, Mike. <laughs> That's my Elwood. He fucking... I named him Elwood after my father who passed away when I was like... He, I was 12. And uh, I was just like... I want to like hear my father's name. So I named my dog Elwood so I could just like say it, you know? Just a reminder. Well, I was um, saying my, my father had passed away too. So I know, I know how that could be. How, That's kind of, another reason why I'm like... So down to be a dad. And, like, kind of took a step back from skating because, you know, like, to each his own, everyone has their thing. And to me, I felt like, you know, you know, as I was getting, you know, grown up, I said, you know, all right, I'm going to be with these kids instead of, like, you know, having a good job and seeing them every now and then, which, like I said, to each his own, you know. It, it, but it, for me, it was like I had to see the tooth come in the first step. And bond and be with you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. You know, because I'm thinking like, you know, it make you know, my dad might be looking down and being an angel on my shoulder as I'm doing it, and him getting you know his shit off too. You yeah. know what I mean? So I look at it like that. Yeah. What? Yeah. How old were you when you lost your father? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, oh, not at all. Uh, like, like twenty, twenty-one, I think, something like that. You know, and my father, my father was. Um, had a drug problem with heroin and stuff, and and he was on heroin for a long time. And then I turned, I remember I turned pro, and then all of a sudden I went from having like you know living living at my mom's house, whatever, and that to get some money. So we made sure that you know we got him to go to like a cool rehab and stuff, and he got all better. Nice. And then he came home, and then ended up hooking up with all his friends again, 
and then, you know, shit went down, and, you know, so he went from being, like, you know, a, a 14, 15-year addict to, like, clean, brand-new dude, and then going right back to that dose, so you could imagine that that took him down, you know, it's like when you go to Japan or whatever, and you don't smoke for a while, and you come home, and you hit the bowl like you do every day, and you're like, oh, yeah, you like it's detox a- completely and then you put the poison in it shocks your system I imagine for yeah. sure Gnarly yeah, so That was gnarly, you know, so like that was kind of like that, that was a weird time too because I was almost going to move out Like I was already planning to move to Los Angeles and be with those guys like in, in LA and live in that zone And you know, I got a little you know, and it, uh, raise it to work and everything so I could do it, you know, and I mean, and then I ended up just staying with my mom because I'm like, I can't move now, like, you know what I mean, but I'm going to just leave now, leave her by herself. So it was, it was rough, but like, you know, you, you deal with it and you go on and, you know, I know, I know what you mean. That's why I had a, uh, it was funny too because uh, Chocolate had these board graphics where we were like little kids, like portraits of like, little kid you know like school pictures yeah and i like i remember specifically giving them a picture of my dad holding me like it wasn't just my face my school it was like my dad in the picture holding me as a kid so like, sick. that's i'm like yo this happened to me and it was crazy too because that the girl dudes were so cool and okay girl story into this so i'm staying at costin's house this is how it went down this is crazy i'm staying at costin's house on his floor at his alta vista apartment uh, basically, uh, mouse days, all filming mouse. So Aaron Mays is there. We were just filming mouse, and that, that would be where everyone, everyone went to Eric's in the morning. Whoever was gonna get down, we got in the car or whatever, and we went to whatever school and we filmed or whatever spot, and it was like all that mouse stuff. Gnarly. So it was, and Eric was so cool, like, you know, I, I was like, scrapping. He knew, he knew, like, I was scrapping. I had, like, the money like that or whatever. And Eric would, like, always look out, like, making, like, breakfast, you know. All right, guys, breakfast. He would make sure we were, he wanted everybody to win. Like, he was so cool like that. He never, like, stressed on nothing. And, and you know, he was, he was the ultimate guy. So I all, you know, random, get a call, six in the morning, phone rings. Um, Mesa answers it and it's like, yo, it's your mom. I'm already knowing. I'm already like, oh, damn. My mom doesn't just call Eric's house. Like, she has the number for an emergency only. So if my mom's calling this place, what the fuck? And this is like telephones still. This isn't cell phones. I think Eric might have a cell phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't. Like, it was still like, hello? Like, but you just you know, know you're like, fuck, this is not good. <laughs> I'm on the phone. Find out, oh shit, okay, okay, uh, let me figure something out. Uh, I hang up the phone, Maze is like, what's up? He kind of could see my reaction. I say, yo, that happened. I go, uh, I'm just going to take a shower. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I just want to be alone. I take a shower. I'm in shock. It's not even hitting me really yet. I'm not even upset about it. it, it I didn't get upset till about oh, two weeks later, you know, to where it fucking got me. So I was in shock. I go in there. I come out. Aaron and Costin. Not only fucking got all my shit together, they got me a flight home, and Eric was dressed, ready to take me to the airport. Damn. Like, those are my friends, dude. Like, that has nothing to do with skating. And that's why, like, to this day, when I see people dogging costume, I'm like, man, you don't even know. Like, that's him. That's the skate guy you know, and you're being lame to him to get a reaction. 
that he will give you. You know what I mean? But nah, that dude is, I didn't ask him to do it. I didn't know. They were like, we got you a flight already home. We're taking you. It's at this time. We're going to leave right now. Boom, boom, boom. And they fucking got me home like emergency. I, I, I never forget that. Yeah. Like- I was in any mind state to make any plans or call anything. And I thought that was like, that's what friends, that's what a friend would do. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even ask me. He just said, no, you're going home. I got you a flight. See your mom. And I was just like, dude. Yeah, it's nice when you can find. It's nice when you can find people that when the worst happens, they help out. You know, when they can. Epic people. (laughs) To me, that was bigger than any like, you know, job opportunity or come up. You know what I mean? Like or like popularity. Like like you know, look at me. It was like nah, that that is gonna go with me forever. Like that's still in my heart, and that's a great girl in chocolate story. Without them, I don't know. I don't know if my you know, teammates on whatever skateboards would have did that. You know what I mean? Like, I, who knows who you're rolling with? Like, are they going to care? Are they just going to say, bummer, dude? You know? Yeah, yeah. But are those, are they going to really, you know? It's like, it's crazy. It was cool. Yeah. And what, what did you do to your knee? What was the, what was the trick? Try no slide. Like, oh, that's to, right. No was... slide this stupid ledge down a hill. I thought I could do the whole thing because I... I tried one and it just went, and I was like, "Ah, oh, man, I got this." And then I, I and I was like skating with like a few people, whatever, and everyone was ripping, and it was like a downhill spot. And uh, what's crazy is I started noticing before I did it, maybe like two weeks, I kept stepping backwards on my knee with a straight leg, and I was like, "Dude, I gotta stop doing that." Like I kept bailing and doing that, and I remember making a mental note like. I can't be doing it. I'm going to hurt myself if I keep doing this. Yeah. And sure enough, I was, I did it down the hill, so I was on the hill, and just, I just felt that thing, and it was the gnarliest thing. I just, it, I front nose, and that was when wax started coming in, and I wasn't used to, like, skating super waxy shit, so I was front nose sliding, and it's going, and I'm like, word, and then it just hydroplaned off. Yeah. I didn't know I did anything wrong. I was just sliding, and just went boop, and then that's when I just, like, you know, from, from this to, like, on the leg. and Oh, gnarly. So I did my ACL and my meniscus, which both heal opposite. Like, one you stay off, one you're supposed to be on. So I had to choose. And basically, I had to choose to not be on because I could... They're like, you could build the ACL later, but the meniscus really needs to be sensitive. You can't do nothing. So I basically was off... Off my board and off my, I was off, on one leg for like eight months and then 13 months of no skateboarding. Oh. And I just called eight jail. It was, it was the worst, like, the worst time ever, you know. Luckily, I had so much shit before that was still even coming out. Like, you know, like, and then the, uh, you know, the yeah, right part dropped. So that back then, see, that's, that's another thing. Back then, you could have a part drop. And you're good for like a year or two, you know, like even if you don't, people still watch that videos. It wasn't just like how it is now, like in your face, boom, boom, boom. It was like, here's the, here's the, you know, girl video. Yeah. As a part, he's set for another 20 years. You know what I mean? I'd be, I'd be in the skate park, like watching these videos because that was the only way you could watch skating. It wasn't like everyone had a phone. There was none of that stuff. Like for sure, you know, it was just, you know, when you're a kid, you think that's right. That's like 
everything happened right then, and you don't realize, then you get into the thing, and you're like, oh, wow, I shot that photo like eight months ago, it's finally coming out, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, or some random thing, you're like, oh, damn, I remember that, I forgot. Yeah. You know, so, I think magazines, too, made it a little easier to be, like, pro, like, you know what I mean? For me, at least, like, everyone liked take, shooting photos with me, and, and that's what I did. I just kind of got the game down. I was like, oh, okay. So I'd call up Lou Bogdan all the time, like, hey, Lou, want to go shoot? And he'd be like, sure. So we'd always, I just had a gang of stuff because I just felt like I was owed to work because I was going to go skate anyway, and they paid me enough to live, like to really live, like have a car and, and, and you know, rent and everything, you know, and eat and, you know, hang out all from skating. So Sick. I, like, I got to put this work in. I know what, the, what to do. So laying on the couch, luckily it was, I could just see it just like, okay, I, I'm running out of photos here. That's the last one. I don't have anything else. You know? <laughs> or like being able to still give ads while I'm on the couch, you know, like calling up like whoever, like, hey, could you give them that front blunt slide for, for the ad? And the guy's like, sure. And then that was another thing I did. I would make sure all my photographer homies was getting a check. You know what I mean? It was always, that's how I like to do it. I like to. I think, like, in skating, I wish everyone, like, really worked together because we'd all eat versus, like, oh, I don't want to do that or or I, I like it, but I don't want it or blah, blah, blah. It's like you get your photographer homie, you get your sponsor. I was on Fresh Job. I used to let Ken go to, I say, Ken, let's go. Invoice him. You know what I mean? Invoice the shit out of him, dude. Let's get these photos. All right. Eric, that, that was my gig. Me and Ken go to every time. Hey, Fresh Job, he'd be like, let's go. Yeah. So he was gonna get a little bag from that, you know what I mean? And that's what I did. Or my man Luke Ogden, like, you know, I'll be like, dude, like, shoot this, you know, whatever ad. These dudes are crazy, but they'll, you can invoice the shit out of them. Yeah. Like, work. Yeah. You know? Get what you really want for that photo, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's kind of how I did it, you know, and, and, and filmers and stuff too. Like, I made sure that, that you know, Said, I don't know what they're doing, but I'll make sure you get whatever, like, you know, get yeah. hella boards and stuff, like, ridiculous, like, sell this shit. Yeah, you are comp <laughs> compensated for your time and your work. That should be right. fair, for sure, right? Yeah. It's I try to do that with everyone, like, you know, whatever I have, you have, when we're doing it. It's not like I'm, like, getting a, getting a check and eating a steak and you're, like, and I'm throwing you the bone and a quarter. It's like, nah, dude, if we're going filming and, and it's, like, a per diem or whatever, it's like, we're eating, we're everybody's going to eat, everybody's going to hang out the same and it's, it's equal, you know? Yes. Yeah. Solid approach. I feel entitled to want more than their work, you know? Like, oh, I did all this. Like, I know, but so is everyone doing all this. Like, yeah. Yeah. How long have you, this weird question, but how long have you been in a relationship for with your lady? Maybe like, I would say like almost 10 years or something like that. Damn, something shit. Like that. 10 years. Like, like, I'm not even good with this. Like, like when the shit is going, like shit is good, so I don't have no time limit on it. But yeah, it was crazy. Like, we, you know, we connected. It was cool. And, and it's crazy to be with someone, have two kids and get older and it's like, you know, our, the relationship and things have changed, but it's still, it's in a good way. You know what I mean? But like, you know, when, when we first was going out, I'm, I'm like, you know, wearing all my crazy shit. I got my hats on, I got chains and shit, earrings in and shit, you know, <laughs> like fucking weed on me at all times, probably like, you know, just uh, acting a fool. 
and then meet her on that tip too. And then us just going from that to like having kids and squaring up and getting older. And it was like perfect though, you know what I mean? So yeah, we're good. Married? You know I, mean? I don't really like putting it, putting our business out on Front Street a lot, you know, so, you know, people may think like I don't, I'm a single dad or something or whatever, but I just leave leaving it alone, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, you know. Certain shit I like to have on the side and, you know, stuff that people see. Yeah. It's no secret or nothing, but you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 you don't. Completely understandable. But I, I only ask because I'm like, damn, what, married? Or did you say you're married? No, I'm not married. No, no. no. I'm not technically married. I have no ring. But, I mean, you know, I got her name tattooed on me and stuff. So <laughs> I mean, her dad saw that and was like, man, all right. You know what I mean? So... That's the mother of my children. I'm always, you know, no matter no matter what, if we go our several ways or you know whatever, that's always I'm always love her. You know, there's yeah, always yeah. love there. That's sick, man. That's rad to find that. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I have a lady as well, and we're we're not married, but we've been together for years and years, and like dedicated, you know. So it's kind of yeah. sick. Um. Yeah. Good. It's good to have that. Yeah, fuck yeah. And then I we don't have kids, but uh I don't know, I think about kids. That's you know, so that's like, you know what I mean? You got that's, that's the practice. Yeah, yeah. You know? I have two dogs. <laughs> I'm intimidated, Mike. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little intimidated about having bringing life into the world. It scares the shit out of me. Is that fair to say? <laughs> yeah, very fair. Very, very fair. And then um, what happens is is, is all this information starts coming in from I don't know who or where or what you believe in or whatever, but all of a sudden you just start going like, all right, that's not so important. This is, that's not, you know, but it's weird because as scary and, and as crazy as it is, it's like you want to, like I wanted to. It was like, this is my best thing ever that I own. Like, you know, this is that, like, when I was a kid, whatever, I didn't, I polished it. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you take care of it. Clay, clay, like clay. That's what the baby turns into. The baby turns into like, oh, dude, I don't care about anything else. I just want this thing to be the best it could be, like, you know? And it's it's really weird. Like, it made me, like, put clothes away and be like, fuck, I don't need this shit. I, this doesn't matter. My life's different now. But I was with it. I, I wasn't like I was bummed. I mean, it's definitely frustrating times and times where I wish, damn, I'm, you know, I wish I had some help or a nanny or something. I don't want to deal with this shit, you know, but, you know. Yeah, it's weird. It's probably weird to shift from, like, you're focusing on yourself and surviving and then to shift from that to focusing on a, a life and bringing it up and teaching and experiencing. A lot of chores, man. A lot of chores. A lot, a lot of sh unsaid shit. A lot of unsaid shit, man. I do more laundry for them than me. I do, you know, I, I, I do, I can't wait till little man can reach the sink well so he can do the dishes and I can water all over the place because I'm tired of doing that. It's Need some help. Like, like, like diapers ain't shit. Diapers ain't shit. Try spilled milk on the carpet like brand new cereal. You give it to them and it just falls over. You just watch it. You're like, how do you do that? Hey, look at yeah. Come here real quick and say hi. Look right here. This is this is a little bit. Come here. Say hi. Hey, what's up? How's it going? 
Can you count to three? Uh, that was way too easy. That was way too easy. <laughs> and then, uh, who, who's your favorite My Little Pony? Uh, Rainbow, Rainbow Dash. Whoa, right. sick. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. That's Anthony. Say bye. Bye. Say bye, Anthony. Bye. Nice to meet you. Nice to see you. What are you grabbing? <laughs> Nice. Snow, her snow globe. Solid. Her New York snow globe right there. I'm like, that's where I was in New York. Yeah, sick. I'm I'm in Boston. Well, like outside Boston right now. That's where I live. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm in Valencia, California, where the oranges are. Nice. It's, it's horrible. It's horrible, but it's good. It's got good schools, but it, it's not. I, I don't like this spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I wanted to ask you about um, what's something you're working on nowadays, like what? Uh, I do the roller horror thing, man. Roller horror. Skate, skateboard brand. This right here. That's uh, is that what's up on your walls? Yes. This roller horror. This is my son's artwork right here. Like his, he he uh, he did like figure paints and then fold the paper and and then made the pattern and then that's his handprint. Damn, sick. It looks like camo. It's pretty sick. Yeah, oh, and I got this, too. The guest board. Day one song. What? Guest board. It's like a funny, like a zip zingery kind of shape. Yes. So like wider, like a eight. So you can like, skate it a little bit better. But yeah, yeah this is like one. So it's, it's cool. We just, you know, my kids do the art. Like, you know, it's funny. And then... And then, you know, just pushing like a, a fun movement in skateboarding. Skateboarding has so many serious aspects and stuff. So I want it to be, you know, just do what you want to do. You know what I mean? More like, yes. Sorry, brother. My dog's barking on my way. I know. Hey, can I finish doing this? Talking about skateboard stuff? Yes. Anthony? Did you so. Did you eat your mellow bar already? Go, 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 who's right? I don't know about it. Alright, see ya. Sorry about that. Nah, later. How long, how long have you yeah. been, how long have you She's been? little me, man. She's just, man. It's, and I'm like the girl version of me all. No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Ruthless, dude. A drop chick or something, man. How long have you been doing your own brand for, Mike? Yeah. And it just was like, started off a couple of boards, shape boards, like, you know, just fun little thing. And then, um, I wasn't really up on welcome yet. I actually had a welcome board that didn't know what it was. It was just like a shape board. Like it was like, you know, I was like, oh, this is sick. Uh, you know, whatever. This is kind of when I want to do some shape boards. I had no idea what welcome was at the time either. I was kind of out of the loop and I kind of liked that. So it was like, I know if I copy anybody, it's just, uh, we're on the same wave. I didn't, I don't know what anyone's doing. Yeah. And I didn't see anyone doing shaped boards or, or, or fun skateboarding is fun. It wasn't fun yet. It was face melter was the term. 
Yeah. You know, I was here and all that. So that's not fun. That's on, I'm destroying. You know what I mean? And so, and so it was like, you know, and so I was like, no, dude, I'm going to fun movement. I'm not doing face melters and, and hammers and all that. Like, even though I'm down with it, I'm not, that's not what we're about. We're about having fun. So I'm over it, like, you know, that thing. So that's when I started doing that. And then, um, and then I slowly started seeing that pop up and shake boards and let's this and that. And like, you know, I mean, I remember, my timing is always a little early. So I'm always a bit kooky at first. You know, people always got to like, oh, York's doing some little kooky shit. I seen him riding like a, you know, a crazy shake board and he was like slapping and shit. What's up with that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you bullshit. Know, on, on, you can date shit and look at when I was doing stuff, and you'll be like, yeah, he was a couple years. <laughs> he does have his pants rolled up. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's doing a slappy nose grind, and it's like, oh, five. So you I'm have the years. Being, you know, from, except being a weirdo myself, you know? <laughs> so, you know, so that's kind of what's funny, you know? And then everyone hopped on that tip and started making shape boards, so... That's when I was like, I'm going to make regular boards. Because everyone was like making shape boards and, and kind of, you know. So I started making regular boards, going through wood shops and stuff. And, you know, dealt with, dealt with you know, was doing boards with Prime for a while, you know. And those guys are so awesome. Like, I love those dudes at Prime. But I remember riding a uh, an Enjoy board because of the shape. And the concave was amazing. Yeah. And I was like ripping out on it. Because I didn't think, I thought just... I'm old and, and injured. I can't jump anymore. And then I put that board on and I could jump up with the same amount of energy. I said, okay, it is the board. So we got our board switched to the resin seven stuff. So now we got like really good stuff like the, the DSM wood, you know, and I'm like super proud of that. Like you just, it costs a little more to get that, you know, quality. Like I'm not making dad hats because I put it toward the board. But to me, it's like, when someone rides it and they like those boards, it's like good. It's quality. I can back it. Like, yeah. uh, and that's what was sort of like cool to develop because it took time for me to make it popular and people to like it. Small accounts here and there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, finally getting those boards now. People and then with the timing, people are taking it way more serious. So that's awesome, you know, man. That's cool. People <laughs> sit in with us. Sit <laughs> quiet. So. Hey, have you seen Finding Dory? No. No. Finding Dory is sick. You should watch it. I, I just watched that recently. She's in the trolls right now. Solid. <laughs> awesome. Um. Well, let's. I guess we can kind of end it, man. I want before, how I usually end the show is I just say if you want to plug uh your brand or anything if you want to tell people to check it out let them know how yeah, yeah. go to com and we got some boards on there and instagram roller horror at roller horror and you know just having fun skating and support you know just good fun skateboarding and just you know that's about it and keep it keep it lit and flex and, and all my young kids out there see they teach me all the uh, what to say i don't know how to say it right is that even still cool to say i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i've never really been that cool so <laughs> yeah, no, man. um cool anymore. but yeah man skateboard 
Enjoy it. Anthony, thank you so much. Much respect, man. Hopefully we get to shred soon sometime. That'd be if sick. You come to Cali, come to Stoner Park. And I, I skate there all the time. Good little vibe there. And, you know, a lot more street than, than skate park is why I like it. Sick. Hell yeah. I'm too old to be getting busted and hopping fences. Sorry, man. <laughs> Just, can't do that no more. You know? Skate parks are moving me, man. It's fun. I can't believe we have them. We didn't have them before. Yeah, gnarly. Fuck, Mike, you are the man. Thank you for coming on the show. Seriously, this has been fucking a pleasure. You're a legend, dude. Keep killing it. Thank you very much. You're a legend, too. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, Anthony. It's awesome. Last thing before we go, I'd just like to thank the sponsors. Thank you to World Industries. Please check out worldindustries.com. And 10% of every pair of Shetler shoes that sell go directly to... Supporting and improving this show, this podcast. And also thank you to All I Need Skateboarding. Um, and don't forget, use promo code PODCAST and get 10% off your purchase. Uh, thank you guys for everything.